Welcome to the Picture of Wealth, a podcast all about living more of your life now, yet being responsible for your future. Lifestyle experimenter, wealth scientist, and financial coach Dustin Service shares life hacks, wealth tips, and interviews successful entrepreneurs on how they're thriving in happiness, purpose, and prosperity. How much does it cost to insure your moneymaker? What a great question. And what is the moneymaker? So imagine every month you go downstairs in your house. There's a little closet with a little white box in it and a green button on it. And you push the green button and it spits out $5,000. You take that cash, you go upstairs, you spend your money throughout the month. And the next month you walk back downstairs, push the green button, it spits out the $5,000 and you go about your day. The question is, would you put fire insurance on your house to ensure that if the house burned down, your moneymaker or your money machine in the basement was insured? Well, I think we all know the answer to that. And one question that I get from business owners, especially that don't have employee benefits or aren't part of a big government organization with employee benefits is, what happens if I get disabled? And usually the next cost question comes up is, oh, I heard disability insurance is expensive. So in this podcast, I'm breaking down, you know, what, how much does disability insurance even cost? Roughly, you know, again, we've got 12 broker contracts that we can, you know, find the best deal, but I'm, I'm not here to say one company is better than the other, but I'm going to establish some base assumptions. And then at least you'll be well armed to go have a more meaningful conversation with an advisor. Or if you call us, we're happy to uh, help answer your questions and you'll be well versed in the topic of disability insurance. So with disability insurance, if you say, you know what, I'm doing well. I make uh, you know two hundred thousand a year, or I make a hundred thousand a year, and uh, you use that income to find out how much of you know how big of a policy you could buy. You know the government doesn't allow you to insure yourself for more than you actually make. So let's assume you make uh, you know a hundred thousand, and you know you say, well, my expenses every month are about five thousand dollars. So if you got you know sick or injured and couldn't work then you know you need $5000 to protect your bills and you need that money to you know keep your your lights on at home and the groceries on the table especially for sole income earners of families or the breadwinners this is a a major you know you know thing to consider i drew up a quote and again i'm i'm not you know sponsoring any certain company but what you do normally is you'd shop the whole market you'd compare apples to apples on different products and we'd find uh, you a rate that is best so for today's discussion, I'm using general examples to give you a guideline. So I'm saying that we need a monthly benefit of 5000 to come in if you know said business owner is sick or injured and can't work. So we've got a monthly benefit of 5000 We've got to establish a waiting period so or a qualification period. You know, the elimination period, waiting period, whatever you want to call it, for this quote is 90 days, meaning that you get sick or injured and can't work. You got to wait 90 days before you submit a claim. So if you break your pinky finger, you'll probably be back at work. And, you know, if you sprain your ankle, you'll probably be back at work uh, unless you're some sort of labor job. But if you're disabled for 90 days, then your claim starts. So we've got an elimination period of 90 days. And we're saying the benefit period. So this is how long you're going to collect your 5000 a month for, assuming you can't work, is to age 65. And I've picked for this quote a 40-year-old male non-smoker. And again, if you're looking at quotes or you're talking to me, uh, different occupation classes are... So different occupations 
require different rates. So if you're a, a blaster on a road building crew, you're going to be more risky than, say, a lawyer who works in an office all day. So the blaster for the same amount of coverage would have a higher premium because their occupation class is different. I haven't picked a lawyer who works uh, you know, at a desk. I've picked what's called a 3A. So someone who might be an owner of a business that is in the office, but sometimes in the field. Uh, again, if you were you know, a more office job, then maybe you might get bumped up to a 4A and that would bring your premiums down. So male, non-smoker, 40 years old, occupation category 3A, monthly benefit $5,000 a month. And if it's paid for with after-tax dollars, that'll be $5,000 a month tax-free. You've got to wait 90 days to collect it or start collecting it. And you would get paid until age 65, assuming you make you know, the definition of disability. So that base policy for that is about $160 per month. So I like to use the analogy of if you make $200,000 a year and you have no coverage if something happens, would you rather make $200,000 and have no coverage or would you rather make, you know, say $198,000, but yet you have a protection in your back pocket of $5,000 a month of coverage? And how I did that was say the premium's roughly $2,000 a year. So instead of making $200,000, you make two grand less because you've got to pay for the insurance premiums. Just a, a way to sort of quantify what this cost is. Now, disability insurance comes with a few options. It comes with a lot more than what I talked about, but the base options that we see people traditionally take is a cost of living adjustment, which means if you get you know, on claim and you collect 5000 if you're 40 years old, you're on claim till 65, that's 25 years. Well, that $5,000 isn't going to go as far, you know, when you're 50, 60, 65 years old. The cost of milk is going to go up, cost of gas for your car. So what that means is your monthly benefit will go up by 5% a year. There's also an additional insurance rider. So if this person was uh, on a growth trajectory of salary, they could increase their policy another 5000 without having to do a medical. And again, that's a small amount that you're paying extra for that option. There's also a partial disability option, which means you're kind of hurt. So this is your money machine in your basement. Well, it only half got burnt. So it spits out when you push the green button 5000 a month. Or sorry, it spits out half. So 2500 a month. So it's gonna, the disability insurance covers the other half. So you're, you're still able to work only partially. So if that happens, then you're, you're bumped up with your coverage. If you get kind of hurt, no protection. Then in some insurance contracts, you're allowed to buy what's called the refund rider. This means that you pay a bit extra, but at the end of a certain point in time, you get half or in critical illness policies, you can actually get all your premiums back. Every person's different, you know, tons of debate on the internet, whether you could take the cheaper plan, take the difference that you pay extra and invest it, all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to debate that today, but I'm going to just show you that, you know, you could pay an extra $109 a month and every eight years get 14,000 back on the premium. So this is a full plan. You know, the options that I talked about, Cost of living adjustment, this means it bumps up your coverage if you're on claim. Additional insurance rider is, you know, you can increase your insurance by 5000 without having to prove a medical. Partial disability is you're kind of hurt. 
refund pre, you know, the refund rider is every eight years, you get half your money back. That total premium, that's a fully loaded plan is $321 a month. Now that's $3,500 a year. Same analogy of the person who makes $200,000 a year in income. Well, instead of that option, you're going to make $196,000 a year and you're going to have a great disability plan. And every eight years, you're going to get a check back for $14,000. Meaning if you don't go on claim and actually collect that check, forgetting about the present value of money and investing and all that stuff, that means you're going to get a check for half the premiums, which means the $321 a month your net insurance cost is actually half of that, which is 107 or 165,000 or 160 and change. So for $160 a month, this particular person has a 5,000 a month benefit plan and an added peace of mind that if they were unable to work or injured or ill and can't work and generate income, they've at least got their back. Now, that's the boring stuff. The more exciting stuff is thinking about once you have this coverage, the premium stays the same. You know, and again, some contracts are different, so you got to read up on it. But this particular one I'm talking about is a fixed premium to age 65. Once you have this, now, do you think that person is in a more offensive position when they go to make an investment or a more defensive? Well, if you know you've got protection, you're going to be in a more offensive and in control of the situation. If you go after an opportunity or go take a risk with your money and, and invest in something or a project, and you don't have disability coverage, maybe you've extended yourself, taken on more debt, and then you've got you know, your income. Well, if your income goes away and you have this extra extension or leverage or project that requires you to make money and, and put cash calls into, now all of a sudden you're disabled, what's the plan? This disability protection at least would give you peace of mind that your base bills for your family are covered. And it might give you the peace of mind to get through a sticky situation while you get back to being in good health. Until next time, I look forward to talking to you guys on the next episode. If you found this episode valuable, share it with a friend. If you found this episode super valuable, leave us a review on iTunes. It will help us continue to bring you top quality content. For more information on anything discussed on this show, visit www.servicewealth.com. That's service spelled S-E-R-V-I-S-S. Any investment topics covered on the show are not investment recommendations, and you should seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. This show was produced by Podigy Podcasts. Thanks for listening.